0: Hello, everyone. Before we start today's podcast, all of us from the B2B fam would like to have a brief moment of silence for all the families and victims recently affected by the mass shootings. Well on a lighter note we're going to go just jump right into it and uh we're going to talk about Dick Durbin and uh how much he's in the news again that guy is just fantastic huh no
1: <laughs> first of all I don't understand why the he, he's on the Judiciary Committee right they guy have a Financial Committee why is the Judiciary Committee discussing credit card fees and not the financial committee.
0: Where's Maxine Waters in all this madness?
1: Well that she's in the House and he's in the Senate. So she's she's a part of the financial committee. Right. She's the financial committee in the in the house. He's on the judiciary committee in the Senate. There's a financial committee in the Senate too. They're not discussing any of this. That's crazy. Yeah, I follow like all of these different committees to see like what they're voting on, like marijuana laws, hemp laws, CBD, you know, anything to do with payments, ATMs, cash, like we talked about and Maxine Waters committee and payment trends, right? Mm -hmm. And we talked about, you know, that the bill ensuring that cash was going to stay as legal tender, which needs to go to the house floor. And some marijuana bills and some other stuff involving CBD. So you know they're discussing things like that. But you know this stuff, I don't know why. And then yesterday, you know, two or three articles popped, and I was like, "Wow, man, it's completely out Whoa. of control." No, but it's like out of control. This one is from a um, the capitalist. The capitalist. Shout out was, to the
0: capitalist. Right. Thank you.
1: And there was a guy who gave a guest opinion. What's his name? Brewster Beavis, and so sorry, it's kind of crazy because there's a special session in Florida underway in Tallahassee with the Associated Industries of Florida keeping an eye on what's going on up there in Washington, D.C., And they wrote to Marco Rubio, Senator Rick Scott, asking them to please oppose the legislation that Dick Durbin is crafting up to try to put a cap on credit card fees. I mean, in the last hearing, you know, they had a guy on there from the National Retail Federation. The guy's like, oh, the credit system in the United States is broken. And then they're discussing how it works in this country and that country these people don't understand the credit system okay if all of a sudden the credit system in the United States was the same as it is in Europe and in Australia <laughs> let me tell you retail sales would slow to we would have I don't even know what would happen the economy like it's bad now
0: it would be the, very the bad.
1: economy would be way way worse because we have unsecured credit credit they have secured credit very few people in those countries have an unsecured credit what, do, line.
0: what does that mean for someone that doesn't understand that so i understand what that means right so what is
1: so let's explain so unsecured credit of uh, secured credit is let's say you go get your first credit card and the bank says to you hey you know you need to put a 250 or 300 deposit down and then we'll give you a credit card right right and then you can only spend that money and another example is In most of these countries, your credit is based on your ability to pay. So let's say they decide, okay, um, Justin makes fifty thousand dollars a year. We know Justin's mortgage payment is this, his car payment is that. So Justin's credit, he can pay us comfortably without him, without us really extending him much credit. Let's say a thousand dollars a month, Mm -hmm. right? So that's it. That's your credit limit here in the United States. You can go, I got a credit card. That's got, I got a couple of them that have six figures on them. <laughs> okay. You, I'm not, not that I'm going to go out and charge a hundred thousand dollars cause I'm not crazy, but that's what unsecured credit is. And then, you know, over there in these countries, you don't pay your credit. They start garnishing your paycheck. Cause they want their money. Cause you signed, basically it's a loan. You know, you're getting a loan from the bank and here in the United States, people are spending unsecured credit all day long. Some people pay their bill off at the end of the month. Some people are carrying a balance. I think I read the average American is carrying around four or $5,000, right? I mean that that they're floating. No, I'm just saying the average person, some people could be floating more than that. Some people blow up their credit cards and then go bankrupt. Well, they don't come back to the merchant and go, Hey, Justin's Bar and Grill, guess what? Billy Bob, who comes in and eats twice a week, he didn't pay us. He went bankrupt, so he charged over the last year uh, 7,000 bucks. We need the money back. No, the bank has to eat that. You know, the bank is on the hook. So That's the difference between
0: secured and unsecured. Right, so the bank's on the hook. They take a loss. And with secured, you're on the hook. Right. You you don't pay your bill. They come to get your car. Right. they come to get your truck they come to get your boat they come to get your house right or they're or they're garnishing your wages or they're or taking bumping. all your money at the end of the week. right so the, that's not fun
1: and and also the miss another misnomer in all of this is that you know there there's three there's enough, two more misnomers one visas making all the money no visa is not making the money visa what they did is they <laughs> created the payment rails everybody's riding every single company rides on the rails okay the payment rails which is run by visa mastercard you know then american express joined on those rails they used to be off to the side discover joined on those rails they used to be off to the side paypal created a credit card using mastercard they're riding on the rails apple pay created their own thing guess what they ride on the rails everybody's riding the rail right And so, but the banks who issue the credit cards, they're the ones who are collecting the majority of
0: the fees merchants are paying. Okay. Not Visa. Okay. So I think a lot of people get this confused too. Like when a merchant isn't a person, right? Like a merchant's a business. Right. So, so the person paying for a meal is the consumer slash cardholder doesn't typically see a fee added to their some businesses are using cash discount adding but that's different but that's different right right? but for the most part like if I go to a a place and it's $87 for dinner right in whatever sense and I swipe my card it's not like it's gonna be after I swipe it it's going to be ninety five dollars and something sense. No, no, the business eats the fees. Exactly, right? They're so, eating
1: the fees. I don't understand but, why. But people the look at but but they so keep weird. focusing on Visa, okay? Visa gets a small chunk of the money. The major amount of the money, the interchange goes back to the card issuers, right? They're the ones getting the money. And this bill that they're passing, I mean, they're talking about, the, and this is the Florida Bankers Association is going hardcore to, and I'm sure. Other banking associations, they're upset. The Florida Credit Union Association is saying, hey, this is not just a mega bank issue. You're going to put a big burden on community banks if they go and regulate this credit card thing. Because community banks, they issue like a small amount of cards, but it would be very detrimental to, to them. Because one thing, one thing <laughs> is it's like with any time the government gets involved in something, they screw it up. <laughs> so I've seen the government, they get involved. Every time they get involved with Visa and MasterCard, Visa and MasterCard figure out some kind of work around to whatever they're doing. So the first thing that happened was the there was a lawsuit, right? Walmart, so I started in this business in 1998 and around 2001, I started my company, Nationwide Payment Systems. And shortly thereafter that, there was a big lawsuit, Walmart versus Visa MasterCard. And they said, oh, you know, these check cards started to become more popular. That's the card that's linked to your bank account. And then you guys need to have lower rates on those cards. So then Visa created a new category for the check card, debit card with a Visa MasterCard logo. That was the first go round. So they, that was a compromise. So they issued it a lower rate. Mm. Okay. Then you went down the road and then Dick Durbin came up with his whole thing, which was very bad. In fact, there was a number. I mean, let me tell you, I went to go see a couple of Congress people in Florida. I couldn't get anywhere with them. They just literally Congress people. And I can tell you, so so, no, but I want to just say one thing, like I'm in the credit card business now but before I was in the restaurant business okay so I was a merchant right so I understand what the merchant has to deal with
0: you have it on both you can right so I can talk both
1: worlds right I can see it from both worlds as a merchant and as a person who's in the business right so I understand what the merchant has to deal with and I understand what the company has to deal with
0: Alan has your best interests as a merchant he's looking out for your best interests because he wants you to get your you know the best rates right we want to get you the best rates but
1: the whole thing is is that you know they're very upset because this could typically put credit unions and small banks community banks this this legislation could basically put them out of business because they just don't understand about this it's routing and all this stuff they don't understand how the business works you know how the business works and uh you know the thing that dick Durbin did it benefited more to small to large businesses than it did to small businesses because they took away this thing called small small ticket interchange for tickets under 20 bucks and it caused like i was telling justin it caused this coffee shop guy that we had their rate was around two percent and then it skyrocketed to 8%. Like almost eight percent
0: so he closed right. doors right right so you know a lot of companies. That makes me mad when a I, anytime com- I ever hear a business closing his doors because of like, just you know stuff. Government, government intervention, did, man. That's that's tough. Right.
1: So so the other part was a lot of those merchants at the time started running to PayPal and cash Square. App. No, that Cash App wasn't even around then. Cash App, it wasn't even. Around. I know. I know.
0: I'm just, so just like saying
1: Cash App. Okay. Well, let's not advertise for them. And uh, so you know and and and. And Durbin's calling—he's calling that calling the the, uh, the credit card fees a free lunch for the banks. I don't like any of this. I I just don't think like Dick guys. Dick Durbin
0: said that these companies need to stop innovating. No, no, but he—they're just so in this article. So what do you mean?
1: He doesn't know. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> they're trying to convince everybody that visa is evil and making all this money. And that's not the case.
0: Okay. What about this? The banks are the ones that make the, the bank are making money.
1: the money, but they're also taking the risk. So if someone runs up their credit card bill, the 40 grand, and then they go bankrupt. Guess what? They don't get paid. And, you know, who, who takes the losses? The bank, the shareholders take the loss i mean they don't want to taking
0: the most risk you make the most money man yeah if you're taking the risk they should That's make simple, the most money simple business model to me
1: so then in another article came out through and this was an also i guess is also an opinion so you know apparently from, there was where an, is it from, from payments, Payment dive? payments dive dot com? yeah dot com. so then this one is talking about at a jp morgan investor conference the ceo of visa al kelly was asked about regulation his answer seemed to be abruptly make the news he said dick durbin has a piece of legislation on his desk that would impose additional price controls the reality is that senator durbin has a bill well it's not before anything it's just sitting on his desk he'd like it to be on the floor but you know it's not it's underneath everything it's probably buried i don't think visa is too worried about it but you know i don't put anything past dick durbin i mean he when he got when he went when he did the durbin amendment they snuck it into another bill Mm -hmm. and that's how it passed it would never pass by itself yes we did a podcast about it we did a podcast we'll put the link to that podcast in the notes the other podcasts that are about that that relate back to this subject, and you know, in fact, Durbin had a judiciary committee earlier this month and talked about ex- excessive swipe fees and barriers to competition. Okay, barriers to competition. I pressed the bullshit button. Whoa, okay? because Hot you take. got you got ton of companies out there. PayPal, you can take your money through PayPal, send money back and forth with PayPal, Cash App,
0: Zelle. Uh, Goes on and. It, there's a
1: ton of these p2p payment apps right? Venmo Venmo you got which is run by PayPal then then you know you got all these payment aggregators out there PayPal Stripe Square he's not attacking them they're charging sky high rates right that are close to we uh like two and a half to three and a half percent right that's way higher than a traditional merchant account charges Okay, yeah I mean is
0: not... charging you from when you get the money to, to when you transfer right. to money when you pay like... right but also Come Shopify on. uh Etsy's
1: chart there was they were in the news too Etsy charging six percent okay he's not talking about them he's but focusing in on Visa right and then they had a guy on there from the national retail federation that guy doesn't know what he's talking about national retail federation guy needs a lesson in credit okay he can call me too i'll have any of these people on the podcast you want to jump on the podcast no problem real quick
0: that's a great segue go to b2bball.info and you can get with alan there's a form for there for you to fill out you can contact us you, can, you know if you have any comments or if you have any concerns or something that you think we should be talking about on the podcast Fill out that form. Get in touch with us. There's a form for there next, right next to it. If you want to sponsor the podcast, put you on a nice little, shiny little uh, backdrop that you see behind us, your logo. Perfect. Yep. Fifth, get We give everybody 15 minute free content. NPSPrinter.com. We have a special going on with them 20% and, off with code B2BVault. Bingo Bango for your bucko. Also, please join the facebook community b2b vault the b2b vault podcast community there's going to be giveaways prizes um custom content stuff that only followers and people who have joined the community on facebook will be able to see and we're going to really look forward to watching that grow it's already growing really rapidly thank you for all of you who have already joined um, and also to all the subscribers on YouTube, B2B Vault is on YouTube. Please subscribe to our channel. is that it for all that? That's awesome. NPSprinter.com, yeah. 20% off. B2B Vault is the code. Use it. Get yourself some business cards if you don't have any.
1: So an unnamed aide of Durban said competitive markets should determine prices. Okay, that makes sense. There is a competitive market. And that's determined prices. If you do more volume, you get lower pricing, and so on and so forth. And there's a gazillion companies out there who can service your merchant service needs. So that's out there. So I don't do know why think, he's
0: attacking visa so hard. Do you think that there should just be one set? No, or maybe because like, well, the other thing you have you got medium, you got small, medium, and then like large business right yeah i don't think that
1: comes what, what i think what i think that you have to understand is as part of our credit card system there's all these rewards miles and all that and you know that's why i tell merchants like you want to add the fee on and do the cash discount program or the surcharge program right which was made legal by durbin's mm-hmm. bill the durbin amendment then you should be able to do that because those cards have higher interchange fees. I mean, let me tell you, Congress comes in and says, oh, you can only charge this much money. Let me tell you, consumers are gonna be pissed. All your rewards are gonna be gone, but guess what? I guarantee you Visa and MasterCard will figure out some way around that just like they have for everything else. They will figure it out because you know what? Anytime the government gets involved in private business, private business makes adjustments the government moves like a giant ship going across the ocean right good you know if that's to make a right-hand turn they got to call they got to check the satellite they got to call three guys at the home office hey there's something going on they're not gonna be able to do that but a business they can just so uh, they fire up the engine they hey, put more gas to pivot. Boom, pivot, boom 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 and all of a sudden problem solved you make a rule we make a change so I think it's wrong when when they go and he's point keeps pointing at visa 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 it doesn't make sense what's to his me. beef with visa I don't know that's what I'm saying he keeps blaming everything on visa like they're making all the money they're not making
0: all the dick money. dick Durbin lost his visa debit charge card 10 years ago I don't know when was it Durbin a minute passed yeah like 2010 he lost his visa card man I'm telling you something happened well I don't know he's very upset listen, that was all you
1: know what's really whacked out is I bet you if we go look and, and I remember this being in a story that the main funder behind the Durban amendment get donating to Dick Durbin was Walmart because they benefited the most all these businesses they all said oh we're gonna lower prices if we get this Durbin amendment done that was all BS these companies never lowered their prices they just pocketed the savings because the debit card interchange went from 1.2%, let's say to 0.05 and people with a ticket like Walmart over a hundred dollars that of people buying groceries and staples and things like that, where they're seeing tons and tons of the check cards coming in there at 0.05%. They saved a hundred basis points on credit card processing right off the bat. And the small business got shafted by taking away the, the small ticket interchange mm. i mean believe me that affected fast food fast food prices too because so cold, fast man. food their their credit card rates went from two percent mm-hmm. up to like seven eight percent so what did that do it got the through higher prices it got passed on to the customers but they're saying visa distorts the marketplace with anti anti-competitive fees and practices consumers and small businesses suffer. no it's con- small businesses suffer because you guys took away government took away small ticket interchange and consumers (laughs) suffer because now those businesses have to charge higher prices because you took their rate from two percent up to eight percent okay and then he says oh if visa would stop stifling market competition they don't stifle market competition there's companies coming into this business left and right you gotta finish what he said though Oh, no, the stifling. I know. I'm just talking about. I'm addressing the stifling market competition. And then when it comes to innovation in the credit card and debit card systems, they're stifling innovation. There's fintech. The word fintech has been popular for the last two years. Every company wants to be a fintech company. Every fintech company has a paint has a product that processes credit cards. And there's now tons and tons and tons of those and they're all payment aggregators and they're all processing credit cards what is he going to do is he going to rate is is he going to start regulating all the payment aggregators too? because he's attacking visa i don't think there's a bigger percent a lot of merchants use payment aggregators to process payments i'll name off a bunch right now paypal stripe square etsy shopify toast is one and there's a whole bunch of other ones right small ones there's a whole bunch of these payment aggregators out there so durbin does not understand the business his committee doesn't understand the business the people testifying are just whoever handpicked people that a lady in there from some grocery store oh our fees went up They're come on i, I don't buy that <laughs> their fees went first of all grocery store has the lowest profit margin right on of groceries where they make their money is in the deli the bakery all the prepared foods
0: foods, right that's where they
1: make their money they don't make money off of lottery huh lottery but i'm saying they don't make their money from just like the grocery staples every grocery store has got a pharmacy in there these people are killing it when it comes to money you wouldn't i mean Publix they put a pharmacy in every one of those places yeah i mean there's there's a reason they didn't put walmart put a pharmacy why it's profitable
0: mm-hmm.
1: Why else would they have a pharmacy I'm
0: makes saying. sense to me man
1: i'm just saying grocery store is not a grocery store like it was 20 years ago oh no my mom worked at grocery stores you know? my whole entire and they life go, so. and they're going walmart they got an eyeglass store some of them have a salon in there a nail salon a hair salon a whatever they got a bank i mean i, I saw i mean walmart even has banking Inside just, their Western Union, yeah, some of
0: them do. Most of them,
1: yeah, they have like a thing where you can go pay your bill. Oh yeah, you
0: can definitely give money from Western Union. And...
1: Yeah, at some Walmart, it's not all of them.
0: But that they're... happened. I me. I right. got
1: some. Yeah, so I'm just saying. So they're like, oh, the need for an, a visa would stop stifling everybody. Visa is not stifling anything. They're allowing all these people to come. Stifling into the
0: them with the fees and innovation.
1: Right. They're not stifling anybody. The, the Durbin Dude. amendment created more problems than it solved. Okay, it created more problems than it solved. Sometimes. Okay, that's that's one thing, and and I could prove that. they could call me before Congress, and I can show them what the heck I'm talking about because they don't know. And and then Visa didn't respond. They don't care what Dick Durbin is saying, and they don't care. And then do all I don't think stuff. any of us should right, but I, mean, I don't think they care and the other thing is is that because he didn't really elaborate on it it says in the in the in the article you know but also you know who's gonna uh, uh who's gonna oppose this banks credit unions community banks all the card issuers you know the, the the car credit card holders you know I divide everybody basically in two group and well you could say there's three groups but there's basically two groups Two groups are this 50% of people are using their debit card all the time. So the money's coming out of their bank account. And this group of people has credit and they're using their credit and they're getting points, miles, cash back, et cetera, et cetera, Mm -hmm. on their card. And they like it. And And they like it. Because if they didn't like it, they wouldn't use the product. Well, right. And now even debit cards are giving out um, points, giving out discounts and stuff so for example yep. like i'm at truest bank i like them they're nice used to be bb and t before that was bank atlantic now it's truest oh it's like three banks together bb and t bank atlantic and SunTrust. now it's truest
0: oh really yeah and they can start closing a bunch of the bank branches down too mostly the SunTrust. trust that's what i was gonna say i don't see those that's yeah. the one with the like the, the teal sun. and the yeah it had like a sun in the
1: yeah but they started closing a lot of the I noticed a lot of branches closed empty bank branches so whatever some other bank will come in there and open up a bank in those locations because guess what there's already a vault in there and bulletproof glass and all that it's already there they probably left it there. they're not going to take it apart it's all got to be we should go shoot a podcast inside of a vault that would be cool I don't know if someone would let us do that we could ask but that would be kind of cool to see even the text do a do a real like a couple of photo shoots and yeah, yeah. a couple
0: of photo shoots
1: so the whole thing is this you know the the cre- the credit the credit card fees you know you know and also let's talk about innovation so innovation you got all these fintech companies doing innovative products to help people move money and make payments you have buy now pay later we saw a story where apple pay is going to offer a buy now, pay later thing. MasterCard is coming out with a buy now, pay later feature,
0: which is scary for like all the affirms and Klarna. Right. And, and then and,
1: and then there's one a couple of those companies announced that they're going to offer a physical credit card as right. well, which allows you to do buy now, pay later that I would I would probably apply for one of those credit cards. And also like Bitcoin, right? You have the Bitcoin. <laughs> uh Bitcoin companies and they partnered with uh MasterCard and they're issuing out credit cards where people can spend their crypto Uh or earn crypto with their
0: credit cards are like jewelry stores and others are they adapting the buy now pay later stuff not so much not so much a
1: ticket's too high because it's limited ticket size on retail products Oh, and I suppose plus, and
0: because then, if you put it on a credit card, you, you don't have to pay like, you know, say you buy a five thousand dollar watch, you don't have to break that up into four payments. You can pay that for a whole year if you need to. Right. But I'm just saying that I get it. I was just trying to think of like what else it could be used for. But I mean, I suppose if you had the money, you could still do the buy now, pay later thing. Yeah, I think that some of those companies have a ticket size, like 500 or 1,000. So it doesn't work for like a company. Okay, okay, product. okay. That's, I
1: think that's, that's, that's probably
0: the question right. I was really asking.
1: So a lot of it's used for like smaller purchases, 100, 200. Pair shoes. Bucks. Right. Pair of shoes. You don't want to pay right away. And the, you know, like we have one company that is buy now, pay later, and it's, payments monthly, four payments monthly. And there's another, another one that does, that one only does services, higher ticket service items. And another one does physical items, but it's payments every two weeks. Yep. So, you know, you have to know just, what you're do, doing when you're using that.
0: I had never used it before and I was interested. So I uh, signed up and I bought a pair of Clark's Wallabies. And that's how I'm nice. paying every two, uh, it comes out every two weeks. Okay. It's kind of cool. cool. It is. I mean, it's, I'm not super rich. So, you know, it works for me. Yeah. I mean, listen, I tried it out just to see how it works. So,
1: you know, they, in the, in the opinion piece, they were saying in Durbin's information that the average, the credit card fees opposed by Visa, MasterCard, they don't even mention American Express whose fees are higher or discover whose fees are a little higher was around 2.2% average, right? Well, I can tell you, Google Pay, Apple Pay, others, Shopify, Etsy, PayPal, Stripe Square, they're way more than 2.2%. And if you don't have a traditional merchant account, you're not getting the special 0.05 Durbin rate. And then they're saying, oh, the amount on the debit card fees was like 0.72% overall industry. But I can guarantee you, they're not calculating in there all these other... Third party companies, you know, the payment aggregators, right? The payment aggregators. And then they were talking about now there's increased debit card usage, there's increased uh rise of e-commerce, return to travel. And obviously, you know, if there if you have inflation or stagflation or whatever you want to call going on right now, then prices go up. Obviously, you're gonna have more credit cards being used, right? Because people need to use their credit card to pay for stuff to stretch their dollar more. And also, you know, during, during, you know, during the last probably five years, the move away from like, check cashing, you Mm -hmm. know, so you know, you didn't getting a paper check at your job and then going and deposit it. That's all kind of disappeared in the last five years. Everything's gone to direct deposit payroll cards things like take that a picture with your phone yeah correct. take a picture with your phone deposit it to your bank account you know so that's causing increased thing but also when you have inflation prices go up right so now we have inflation is like eight percent so let's say prices went up eight to ten percent okay well that means people are spending eight to ten percent more for the same thing they were paying for a year ago
0: oh yeah we were right? talking about this i mean we we were just talking about it last time I went to the grocery store. You can see it in the prices. Like, yeah, there's so more. So expensive. when someone makes a charge,
1: of course the price went up. I mean, it's ridiculous. The the, the stuff that they're talking about doesn't make any sense. Agreed. And it doesn't make sense. So you know, don't be don't be down on like Visa and Mastercard and you know Congress is trying to say they're the evil empire. You know, the whole they're taking. Visa and MasterCard, supply a service. If businesses don't want to use that service, there's other services you can use, but they're going to be way more expensive than a traditional merchant account. And then, you know, yet people have to understand. And we'll put a link in, I don't know which podcast is coming out first. So we're doing another podcast about payment aggregators versus a traditional merchant account, right? And so, you know, you have to, you have to understand how, the, how these work. And I don't think that Congress understands how business works. I don't think they understand what a merchant account is. I don't think they understand how the merchant fees work. I don't think they understand the difference between the credit system in the United States and the credit system outside of the United States. I don't know. I get pretty hot about this subject because they can come in and and well you know a lot
0: man no no i'm
1: just saying they could come in and do some more government intervention right but it's just gonna none of that's gonna they can't say like when they say visas stifling innovation wrong when they say visas charging high fees that's wrong You know, they're just—it's just—it's—it's just just not right. I think that Visa could make some adjustments. They can call me on the phone. Visa, Mastercard, again, bring back the small ticket interchange. You want to help small businesses? They announced some like ten percent thing. I don't know where that—who's getting that ten percent? Right. I don't even see it reflected on the reflected on the interchange tables. Right or how that. Even going to work. I haven't checked some of my merchant statements. I didn't see it. And 10% not going to really do much because 10% of like 2% is like two basis points. Yeah. So that's nothing. They can literally make a big, bigger splash with bring back small ticket interchange. That's going to help a lot more businesses. Um, A lot more businesses will see the effects of that and it will help them. So overall thank you for listening to the podcast if you know dick durbin maybe you should get him to call me <laughs> he can have me come up there and i can give them i can give them literally like a lesson and about an app i would say i would take me an hour because i would have to make them shut off their phones but probably <laughs> like an hour but i want to have like dick durbin in there jim jordan you know we got marco rubio rick scott let's get that you know Whatever they should have the financial committee from the House and the Senate. And I can get up there and I can explain to them, you know, in plain language. One of my friends told me, he goes, I listen to your podcast. He goes, You try to make merchant services fun and interesting and, you know, keeping it light. And also, you know, that I take complicated, I'm able to take complicated subject and and make everybody like give you a better understanding from a complicated subject. So I could draw them a picture and then they would re- really understand one, the complexity of the whole system that's going on, right? There's a whole complex system. I drew Justin a map of it one day. It was like, wow, that's crazy, right? It's like so, lot going, a lot of moving parts involved. Yeah. In there's the a lot of moving parts and things happening in the, and things happening, authorization, capture, settlement, all these things are happening, right? And I think if they understood, you know, like what this, what's actually going on and where all the money is going, right. They would have a better understanding. And then I could point out ways on the interchange chart that could basically, you know, maybe they can, whatever visa, maybe they would voluntarily, you know, say, okay, let's bring back small ticket interchange would be a big shot in the arm in the economy right now I believe let's just put it that way listen if you're a small business owner you're listening to this write your congressperson that you want Dick Durbin to bring back small ticket interchange I should start a webpage bring back small ticket interchange we should maybe start a petition we can do that yeah we should do that we're going to look into that we can do it start a petition bring back small ticket interchange and we'll send it to Dick Durbin Ask them to bring it back. It will help small business owners. Go, go to b2bvault.info. Look for b2bvault everywhere. All the podcast networks, YouTube, social media, we're there. Go to our community page. We're going to be giving away swag to members, so watch out for those posts. We're going to post some games, some questionnaires, different things. And then you could win some swag we got coffee mugs shirts all kinds of stuff pets you might even get a shout out on the podcast thank you for listening b2b vault we're out peace carpe diem i think i was too long but I